here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett Podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well, you know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alex Garrett Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Walking the shoes, roadway, we wear it proudly. Um, this Saturday, not feeling a hundred percent. Got to be honest, but I, I did. Once the president nominated Amy Barrett, Amy Coney, Amy Coney Barrett, as the next, you know, Supreme Court justice, that's his nominee, and we shall see if she gets through the courts. Um, this upcoming October, uh, sources, well, I should say the Senate is officially saying they're going to start the hearings on this October 12th. And my angle today isn't so much the person. It's about what it would mean, what this would mean for lawsuits hitting the Supreme Court, for, for cases hitting the Supreme Court. Because I think we're heading on to a head-on collision in the education world. What do I mean by that? Well, I'll share a podcast and I'll tell you. Right now, what I'm seeing is a war of 1776 versus 1619. Now, I think I brought up 1619 before. It's a project that clearly lays out the slavery issues and how... You know, schools are now adopting it, adopting that curriculum to talk about slavery, which is good. I do believe, I do 1,000% believe that we were not fully told the entire truth of slavery. It really did feel like, okay, well, this happened, we abolished it, things are back, things are the civil rights movement, and we're, hey, we're all good. But obviously, we're not all good. And the 1619 Project is trying to show that we're not all good. And now the Pulitzer Center is saying that quote-unquote bad news, that 1619 Project, is in more than 3,500 classrooms nationwide, Newark, New Jersey, Chicago, Buffalo, and Washington, D.C., among the, among the group. Now, if you want to discuss slavery, right, I think you should. I think it should be discussed in more depth than we've been told in our classrooms over the years. And at the same time, I do wish they would seemingly tone down the American hating thoughts of this thing. Because why are we seeing statues being torn down? Why are we seeing any of that? 
I believe partly it's because we're being, we're seeing kids taught that not only was slavery bad, but America was bad. See, these progressives are so progressive, they don't want to talk about how progress was made within this arena of slavery. They don't want to truly honor that, yeah, abolition of slavery happened. That, yes, there are horrible cases of police brutality, but that does not make up the entire country. Yes, there's a percentage that is white nationalists and white supremacists and hateful. But that's only a handful. And you could throw me about how 95% of the protests are peaceful, and yet the 5% that aren't, are in fact tied to Black Lives Matter. I mean, this is stunning stuff, the data that I've been seeing. Of the 5% of rioters, 80% of them are made of BLM. And somehow, we are told to never speak of that. But we're, we're basically begged and shouted down to say BLM and to, say, to not say all lives matter. We're shouted down. But how dare we question someone else who believes in, in the movement? How dare we open their eyes and say there's violence in your sector, in this group as well? It's pretty messed up. Because how do we have unity? You want people to accept, uh, to, to call out white nationalism and white supremacism? We will. We will. We always will. But then, at the same time, don't get ruffled up if you are asked about condemning the violent wing of the BLM movement. And that's where the disunity is, from where I see it. From where I see it. But this 1619 project being taught in the classroom has drawn a lot of criticism. In December, five historians wrote a letter to the editor pointing out factual errors in the 1619 essays, which was published by the New York Times. And it's to reframe, they say it's to reframe American history by considering what it would mean to regard 1619 as our nation's birth year because that's when they first came over and slave ship. And, and here's the thing. According to these five historians, Gordon Wood, Victoria Bynum, James McPherson, Sean Willens, and James Oakes. They're upset and they take issue with the fact that the 1619 essay asserts the founders declared the colonies independence of Britain in order to ensure slavery continued. I mean, just reading that should boil your brain out, boil your mind, boil you up. In order, I mean, here's the thing. We the people, shades of difference that Washington talked about. Yes, George Washington was a slave owner, but you know what he did before he died? He put in his will to free the slaves he could. 
we declared independence to get rid of slavery. And that's obvious because we did get rid of slavery. We abolished it. Abraham Lincoln abolished it. But here's the thing. When you tell kids, hey, this this whole idea of independence was to continue slavery, I'm not surprised that when they talk about Jefferson, Washington, the way they talk about them would lead to the tearing down of their statues. Because they're not telling them the whole truth. They're telling what they want our kids to be molded into. From what I could see. None of us should have a problem with slavery being taught a little more in depth than we were taught in depth. But we all should have a problem with it breeding hate. Which is what it just it sounds like they're doing. Now why is this all a big deal? Because uh, just a week or two ago, President Trump announced that he would like and that he is starting the White House American History 1776 Commission a patriotic education. Right off the bat, anything government run is dangerous, including a government run education system because well, then you'll start seeing the funding of schools that want to do the 1619 Project stripped away. And that is not the America I know. The America I know allows for the flowing of ideals and ideas. I disagree with the idea that the 1619 Project is the go-to for all these schools. I disagree with that, but to cut funding is to dictate the conversation in the classroom, and I'm not going to... I have to speak up against that. Because kids can hear what they hear, come back home, have a conversation with their parents, and figure it all out. And this... Also, if there's a commission to run an education system in America that's dictated, why is there silence on this commission from those who are small government, from those who do not like big government involvement in healthcare, big government involvement in virtually anything? Why the silence now? That's what I ask you on this Saturday sit-down. Why the silence now? Government-run education is not the same as an education that will teach the good stuff, the greats, and, and, and they should be teaching the great stuff of this country too. It can't be doom and gloom uh, with this project all the time. But we also cannot see the government step in and say, no, you can't teach that. That would not be democratic or a democracy. That would be authoritarian if we saw that. 
President Trump made this speech, by the way, a couple weeks ago. He says, patriotic moms and dads are going to hear, are going to demand that their children are longer, no longer fed hateful lies about this country. Patriotism, in this context, is very dangerous. A patriotic education uh, shouldn't mean spoon-fed from the government education. But this is what it feels like right now. And I, I agree that some government, state governments are allowing the 1619 Project, even with the lies that are in there. And the extreme ideas that, yes, independence was claimed to continue slavery. Considering the fact that well after independence, we were abolishing slavery. You could talk in the classroom about police need training, sure. But to say to a young mind, hey, you know what, you should hate this country because they use the independence to create more and more or, or to extend slavery. Are you kidding me? And so again, we have a non-middle ground between 1619 and my favorite year, 1776. And I believe as the court is going to become a little more conservative. I hope that A, cases that could be brought about against schools that are doing the 1619 Project are listened. But I also hope, with the addition of Amy Barrett Cohen, I, I presume uh, Amy Coney Barrett, I'll get the name right, I uh, presume that she will get through before Election Day, but with all of this, if they start doing a 1776 commission and a patriotic education, you know, doing a Garden of Heroes is great. We need that. Protecting statutes, telling them, hey, if you just if you pull these down, you're going to get 10 years in prison, that's acceptable. But you cannot dictate how an American classroom is run. That is not America. In the least my friends, in the least. That's not America. I hope President Trump considers how un-American that would be if you were to employ an education system that is government-run. Even saying that, I can't believe I'm talking about that here in New York, but, but here we are. And so I hope if they do get 1619, that if they get 1776 cases, that SCOTUS would see those properly as well. And for the schools that feel bullied into bringing on the 1776 commercial commission and the education there, the curriculum there, I say go for it. File that lawsuit. File something against the government that you feel is an intrusion. We don't want an intrusive government. That's not America. That's not what Washington wanted. That's not what Jefferson wanted. They wanted a free and independent and free thinking society. 
not a groupthink society. Now, I agree that the other side has become groupthink too much. And I agree that when you tell kids that the independence, uh, Declaration of Independence is not American, it's no wonder we have rioting because they're learning in that basic classroom level and it has to, that has to be fixed. But not through defunding, not a government defunding of these public schools, not through a government-run education. You know how you do it? You push parents to file a lawsuit if they're unhappy that their kid's being fed this stuff. That's what you encourage. On an individualist level, on a state-by-state level. I'm not happy that our kids are being told how bad Jefferson, Washington were, supposedly. Thomas Jefferson spent all night writing the Declaration of Independence, and now he's a bad guy. And don't get me wrong, it's it's terribly owned slaves, but you cannot not be a fan of Thomas Jefferson for the end result of what his writing, his mission was, which ended up leading to the abolition of slavery. Progress. Wake up, people. And if they could teach a little lighter, not gloss over slavery, but teach it in a way that says, hey, guess what? We are eons from where we were in this day. The 1619 Project may say this. But there's the other side to the this. And that other side is that there's been improvements. You might not see it because of all the stuff on TV, but there is improvement. I've seen community police relations are so much better. It doesn't happen every day as they see, claim it does. It happens, yes. Police brutality happens, yes. But not to the point where you teach these kids to hate everything about America. You cannot do that. So parents, if you are uncomfortable in these 3,500 classrooms, that your kids being taught these fictional storylines from the 1619 Project. Then sue President Trump. I, I, I think this one you have to stay out of education. Because when you start dictating, yes, dictating the education, we're all going to have a problem. We should have a problem. That's not who we are in America. We don't let the government tell us what to do. You know who does that? China tells you what you have to learn about your, about the country. That's why they make sure not to d- dissent. Apparently NYPD is riddled with Chinese spies now, by the way. Just a side note. And then secondly, on this commission, well, and then secondly, Russia, of course, USSR. They taught their kids what they wanted. And of course, North Korea also likes to brainwash their kids. We don't brainwash our kids here. We simply should tell them, yes, this happened. Get more in-depth of what happened. 
Don't tell them the Declaration of Independence was created to create to continue slavery. Show them what happened after the independence of how growth happened in America. That would be loving the country. We wouldn't need a 1776 commission if the schools who had the 1619 project just stuck with the whole story of America. Which isn't done. You know, 250 years is going to be in uh, 2026. I pray I'm around then. I know I wouldn't be, but, but, but I pray I'm around then. I don't want to see a government-run education to celebrate 250 years. That would be bad. I want to see an education system that, yes, tells our mind, our young minds what the issues are with slavery. But then says, you know what? This happened, but look where we are today. And the progress that we continue to make. Right within our own communities. Let's talk about that. I'm Alex Garrett. I love 1776. I love the, the year. I love what it stands for. And I do not want it used as a weapon to bully public schools into not teaching what they feel comfortable with teaching. Let the parents, let the free market dictate that. Have a great Saturday. Amy, Barrett, Amy Coney Barrett is the nominee. And now hearings will start October 12th. Are you ready? This is going to be some heck of a fall the next couple weeks. Have a great day, everybody.